0: Hey there everybody and welcome to Acme Podcast Incorporated. I'm LaserJ and I'm joined as always by my good buddy and co host.
1: Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's
0: Kai. Yep. Yep. And we're also joined this week by our regular contributor and good friend Adrian. What's up, Adrian?
2: Hi, I'm here. Guess what that means?
0: <laughs> JoJo part four.
2: Time JoJo's baby. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. All I have to say uh before we start is God what a beautiful Duang.
2: What a beautiful Duang. I grew up with Duang.
1: I know you did.
2: I grew up reading the Wang's translations. I adore the Duang translations, which is why, to this day, I refuse to call it Diamond is Unbreakable. I still call it Diamond is Not Crash, because that's what I grew up with, and it sounds cooler to me. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Diamond is Unbreakable is pretty fucking cool. It's,
2: it's rad, but it doesn't have the same hit and like absurdism as diamond is not crash diamond is not crash just sounds fucking weird and it is a weird god part 4 is weird
0: translation i read for the manga never had any of that duang stuff in it so yeah I... you had the good
2: you had the good translation you had yeah. the like actual translation from Japanese to English whereas I had the translation from Japanese to Chinese from Chinese to English Yeah, which is why it's so fucky Yeah, and it was and the guy who did it I think wasn't even like he did it in his spare time and he didn't have a full grasp on English so it's just real weird
0: no, there's still a lot of translations weird. like that out there where I'm reading it and they just don't have a good grasp on English yeah,
2: I I I, ad- I adore it. I I adore the Duang subs, the the translations. It's just a chef's kiss.
1: I mean, you, the, the you, Duang, you tried your best, my guy. <laughs> the Duang subs are the re- the Duang translation. God, now you've got me doing it. The Duang subs, <laughs> damn it! The Duang <laughs> translations
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> are the reason that that meme of how does King Crimson work exists.
2: We don't just don't know. Because, yeah, that's, it's the same, I don't think it was the same guy, but I think it was, like, a similar kind of effect where it got translated to Chinese to English. Yeah. And that's why we just, like, I don't, know, I don't fucking know how King Comes in works. But... The
1: King Comes in is hard enough to understand on its own, and also the whole limitations of the medium thing. But the fact that it was also badly translated doesn't help. Yeah. But we'll... we'll that, d-
2: that translation is why we thought Giac- uh, Giaccio was a fucking Francophile for like the longest time.
1: Well, we'll probably get more into that when we eventually talk about Golden Wind.
0: Yeah, that'll <sighs> be probably next season. Mm-hmm. Vento Ario. Uh, I want to do it before part six comes out.
1: I don't know if we're going to... When does part have, six come out?
2: I don't know. I haven't had any information on that.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's been an official
0: announcement. Just then it's next year.
1: Uh, let me see if we have a...
0: If I had a guess, it's probably spring. Uh, uh, no, it's
1: this. It's December of this year. Oh.
0: Birthday! <laughs> well, never mind then. Uh, I guess we'll we'll do it next year. <laughs> P- part yeah. six
2: for my birthday. Part six from my birthday. I can't believe Iraqi released girls finally. We've been living our entire lives without girls up until this point. Yep. Thank you, Iraqi, for inventing girls. God bless.
1: <laughs> um, the 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 thing that you might have been confused by laser is that it will air on Netflix first. And then oh. it will it won't it will air on Japanese television in twenty twenty two. Got it. That's
0: yeah. so fucking weird. It really
1: is.
2: Guess I have to buy a fucking Netflix account for JoJo's Jesus Christ.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh.
1: Oh well.
0: Anyway, but before we get even further into the well of Jojo <laughs> uh we got our weeks. So, uh Adrian, you're the guest, so what you do?
2: Uh I got a job. Hell yeah! I am now an employed bastard. Um, uh, Also, I have been on testosterone for uh, it will be numbers are hard. I started February second, and so come November second, which will, which is for us a couple days from now, but after when this podcast airs, will be in the past. Um, will be, I want to say, ten full months on testosterone. Mm -hmm. And I sound fantastic, IMHO.
1: You do. (laughs) Uh,
2: My my voice has dropped like a fucking baby giraffe being born. It's great.
1: That sure is a way of putting it.
2: It's, I'm, I'm not wrong. Those bitches drop a fucking long ass way. I mean, they do. But, yeah, my my voice is great. I haven't had any facial hair yet, which makes me very sad, because I get, like, the tiniest glimpses of, like, the, the tiniest itty-bitty black hairs on my upper lip, and I'm just like, ooh! And then I don't see them after I've already, like, seen them. I was like, where did it go? <laughs> I lost it! Shit!
1: Schrodinger's face hair.
2: <laughs> it's there, but it's not there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But, yeah, uh, I start... I started... Technically, um, the 28th, but my first real, like, actual day-day is going to be the first. So that's going to be fun. I'm going to be, uh, hopefully working, uh, I'm going to be hopefully working, uh, Sunday to Thursdays, because I want, I want my Shabbos to myself. I want to have at least my Shabbos to myself to do Mm -hmm. shit. Mm Mm-hmm um it's all i need
1: (laughs) they assign you to your their place yet or are you in the same place you were before
2: um i'm not in the same place i was before i had prior worked at this walmart uh, a couple years back actually to the point where people remembered me yeah yeah it's very it's real cute because when i worked there prior uh i used to buy big ass bags of uh this japanese candy called i choose and then i would just hand them out to people occasionally like when i see them it's like here you look like you need some a little pick me up and just give them a piece of candy i'm like a fucking old grandfather that way uh but uh i used to work in the meats department which i really loved i i love working in the meats department um but i am currently working in the uh personal shopper Uh, section Mm -hmm. which is directly behind the meats department in terms of the back room like (laughs) i go to where i'm supposed to be and i look to my right and there's the meats uh section like the big ass freezer door and i'm just like i remember this place i remember this place so fucking well (laughs) Mm mm-hmm But, yeah, I'm employed, and that means I have to spend money to get to and from work, but hopefully that won't be a problem much longer. Yeah, well. Because maybe I'll save up and learn how to drive. Who knows?
1: I mean, it wouldn't hurt.
2: It would not hurt, but then I'd have to pay for fucking car taxes and gas and insurance. Well, the
1: gas part is only you have to pay for when you drive, and you don't always have to drive.
2: Yeah. And honestly, truly, the cheaper option is just using public transport. Which, and since he isn't terrible,
1: God, I uh, wish it's God, I wish I had public transportation around here.
2: Uh, it's not your fault you live out in the boonies, sugar pie.
1: I don't live in the boonies, is the thing. You live in the boonies, ish. No, I don't. <laughs> I can walk to a boba shop right now.
2: Can't? Will you? Can you bring me some boba? I like Thai tea boba, please. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Laser, what do you want?
2: <laughs>
1: uh, ice coffee. You think they give you? Do you think
0: they would give you just a whole bunch of the tapioca beads?
2: No, you'd have to buy the tea with it.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: yeah you can sure. Whole
2: tapioca pearls. Let
1: me. Yeah, like, can I get a bunch of tapioca beads? Oh right, sure. What do you? No, don't. No, don't put them in a cup.
0: Just uh, give me a. Just give me a cup of the beads. Yeah, that, that's no, 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 all. No. I, I
1: don't like tea. No, no, so. no, no, no. Don't give me a cup. I'm just going to hold out my hand. And
2: that's I, a criminal action. That's that's a, that's a criminal sentence you just said. Stop criminal scum.
1: <laughs> oh, so other than... A, since, so other
2: than... It's more Madeline and their fucking uh, hot Cheeto... Uh, f- Rice crispy Treat thing. Oh, my God.
1: We, we can't get into this.
2: Note to self I appreciate never show. I, never
1: I don't not Madeline
2: the tipsy bartender ever again. She's not allowed to watch it anymore.
1: So other than participating in capitalism. Yeah. What what do you what do you what else you got?
2: Uh I started up a Strad game because it's the oh, spooky well, season. Yeah,
1: which me and Laser are both in. Yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. Uh, I think I might have yeah, I mentioned it when we did Corpse Bride because I didn't realize how much my character was literally just Victor but German.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh that's real good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: Strahd Game's fun. I'm really looking forward to it. I have so many so many hooks I'm gonna just dangle in front of your face, and God forbid if you do not bite one of them, I'm going to scream. <laughs> mm. Stroud is just so full of hooks. It's it's great. I I'm very excited for you guys to get through it. Mm. Get out of Death House first. you Fuck.
1: I mean, that'll be we'll be finished with Death House the next session.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty quick. Death House is like a two three session kind of oh kind of situation to get through.
1: It it's its purpose is to get character from level one to three.
2: But you guys are starting at 3, so I've boosted Death House a bit. Yeah,
1: and the only reason you wanted to do it is because you like Death House.
2: I love Death House. It's really tender.
1: Mm, what else?
2: Nothing much after that, really. Uh, mm. It's not like I go outside.
1: <laughs> I uh, went to a
2: con the other week. That was my first con. It was very stressful. There were so many fucking people there.
1: <laughs> at least you're vaccinated. Back-
2: I am completely vexed and I bought art. No, uh, I was not pl- I was planning on only buying dice there cuz it's like a tabletop miniature like board game convention. It was really small. Mm. But um I had instead bought uh a piece of art and a bunch of stickers and uh food and no dice. Fuck dice.
1: Fuck dice I guess.
2: Yeah, i I'm, I'm I'll get some more. I'll get some actual dice later. There some, was a, a few forbidden, pieces of jewelry.
1: Forbidden candy. From,
2: I actually have a sticker that reads Forbidden Candy and has a bunch of dice on it.
1: Yeah, I know you showed it to me.
2: It's a really good one. Uh uh I had seen a piece of uh like jewelry artwork. Somebody had like made jewelry and i'm just like holy shit that's just fantastic but it was like absolutely murders uh fucking aesthetic and it's so weird to say my boy's full name because it's just a meme but yeah my my boy, boy murder uh it's his aesthetic mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, oh, this is so pretty. And then the lady who made it came over. I was like, what you looking at? I was like, oh, this one. And then she was like, okay, let's see how much it is. $85. No, I don't like it that much, honey.
1: $85? <laughs>
2: yeah, It was handmade. It was a custom piece.
1: $85 Yeah. Fuck that.
2: Yeah, it's too much. Uh, as much as I would love to have bought it, truly, I wish I could have bought it. I do not have that money on me right now. This was prior before I got the job, so I couldn't have justified purchasing it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, and that's it for you?
2: Pretty much. I don't do much. Mm.
1: All right, cut. Uh, my fucking I you? My
2: fucking 14... My fourteen, uh, getting everything to eighty is going smoothly. but Other than that, not not mm-hmm. much. All
1: right. Um, I've been biking a lot everywhere, so okay. that's been fun because it's how do I put this. It? It's one of those things where um, now I can actually go places, like not like a lot of places, but more places, without having to worry about having um, a mode of transportation so i can bike to the grocery store i can bike to whatever so and because of that i'm out and about a lot more i need more podcasts to listen to
0: <laughs>
1: so i've listened to two new ones uh one of them is um if you know who lindsay ellis is yes uh she has a podcast called musical explaining where her and her friend uh talk about musicals just in general. Hmm. Uh, anything that's a musical. They've talked about it. Uh there's only like a thirty ish episodes. They haven't been doing it for that long. But they've already talked about Mamma Mia, Phantom of the Opera, Little Shop of Horrors. Um I think I also listened to the episode where they talked about uh cats And, yeah, I haven't listened to all the episodes yet, but it's a pretty fun podcast. Uh, Oh, yeah, Muppet Treasure Island. That was the other one I listened to. (laughs) Um, and then the other podcast I've been listening to is a podcast that just got added to, they've been going for a while, but they were just added to the Maximum Fun Network, which is the Mabim Bam Network. Probably the most famous podcast on the network. Um. Uh,
2: Sawbones would like to hit, uh Would like to uh, come into this conversation and uh, stab you over the well, face. It's, re- it's because
1: related because it's McElroy stuff, isn't it? I
2: know, but I listened to Sawbones before I ever started listening to Mabimbam. Well, that's you. I love Sawbones. It's so weird.
1: Um, but yeah, the other one I'm listening to is "Uh, Just the Zoo of Us." Uh, "Just the Zoo of Us" is uh, about a husband and wife pair. One of them each one of them will choose an animal. They'll give you some information about the animal and then they'll review the animal on a scale of one to ten based on a few criteria. Usually it's ad- how it adapts to its environment, its, uh, hab- its habits, uh, how well it survives in its environment and its aesthetics. Uh, and I've actually learned things about animals me did you know that there are freshwater sponges yeah i did not know that they're very there's only like however there's very few species of them but they exist that's wild Uh, to me
2: honey you taught me the other night that there are one-toed sloths and i was Losing my entire gourd about it
1: oh yeah like, excuse we did me. What? when we did tri- when we did trivia night, uh one of the questions was in, in it was in the jeopardy category it was about animals, and one of them was about sloths are usually categorized by how many of what they have, and it was toes because there are one two, three, and four toad sloths, and yes, they do have one toe. It's, they're also just really rare, mm. the one-toed yeah, sloth. They're, yeah, they're really... Like, um, Jeez. it's mostly two-toed, three-toed, and four-toed sloth. But, uh, it's Just the Zoo of Us is a lot of fun, because one, I like animals, and two... It's rare that I ever actually learn something about animals that I didn't already know.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Uh,
1: For example, they did an episode on the Amazon uh Tetra. And the reason it's called the Amazon Tetra is not because it's from the Amazon. It's named after the Amazon Warrior. Mm. So the reason it's named that is because this specific species of fish was born from um, the hybridization of two other species, but it itself cannot breed uh, with its uh, its same species. So every single member of the Amazon Tetra species is a clone. Huh. Yes.
2: Is it kind of like that, uh... There's a, a lizard... Um, I forget what they're called, but I... I kind of based my one of my tattoos off of them that uh, the entire species is female. Mm-hmm. And so they they basically clone themselves and give birth to clones.
1: Yeah, um, and the other interesting thing is that how they have survived this long without with a lack of genetic diversity is that they can breed asexually, but also sexually, but but they can't breed with themselves like with their own species so they breed with one of the other two species of tetra that they were hybridized from originally but that they will only produce more of the amazon tetra not more of weird. the original not more of the father species weird and this is called uh i believe it is called parasitic uh uh what's the word um Parasitic breeding, I believe, because the the quote unquote male of the species technically gets no benefit from this. It's it's real weird. It's a I'm real sure, yeah. It's it's a real weird one. Um, in that same episode, they talked about aardvarks. <laughs>
2: aardvarks are very cute. Aardvarks
1: are very good. Um, but yeah, that's other than the stuff we did for the podcast. That's that's. Okay. I've heard you have... I got
0: nothing worth mentioning. I thought you were going to
1: talk about the Quentin Review stuff.
0: Yeah, I watched some Quentin Reviews. It was good. I also watched uh, all of the uh, Action Button Cyberpunk 2077 review. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Okay. Nothing else to say, really. I I like
1: Okay. I just... When we talked about this last, it sounded like you had things to say. Yeah at
0: the time I felt like talking about the at the time I felt like talking about the uh action button stuff more than the Quentin reviews. Uh, but, okay. Uh I don't really feel like it. So
1: all right. I don't really have anything to say really. Oh like, okay. I mean I was just it sounded like you did the last time so that's why I asked. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh that's it. Okay. Right. So uh we're gonna take a quick break. Uh Adrian's going to leave and then come back. And while Adrian is gone, we're going to do upkeep. And then Adrian will return for JoJo Part 4. So, see you then. All right. And uh, so, it's time for upkeep. Kai, uh, let, let's start with uh, Molly McGee and Ghost. Ghost of Molly McGee. Uh, we got yep. We got Not So Honest Abe, Best of Intentions, Tov Libby, and No Good Deed.
1: Yeah. Um. mm, What I want, there was one thing I wanted to. Uh, not so want to say was fine. It's like just a silly episode. Yeah. Um, best of intentions is really good. Um, but yeah, because um. That's what I wanted to say. We've got Kelsey Grammer as Abe Lincoln, which is fun. And we see more yeah. of the ghost world, and that's always fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Molly Rapp. Presidents have
0: their own VIP room in the club.
1: Yeah. Molly wraps. Yeah. But Best of intentions I really like a lot.
0: Yeah. it. it yeah.
1: Because, one, finally, get to see more of Grandma Nune. Yep, whom I love. Yep. But also, we get more into one the relationship between Nan and uh, what's the mom's name? Carol, Sharon. Uh, Sharon. Yeah, Sharon, and we also um, there's a lot of Thai culture stuff here. Yeah, which there's a commonality with with that and amphibia, but yeah. Like I I actually remember when this episode came out, uh people were drawing art of um Anne and uh Molly speaking Thai to each other. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. And then uh Luce showing up and being like, Can you teach me? And it's like, Alright, but you have to teach us Spanish. Yeah. Very cute. Um I did, <laughs> I did enjoy the scratch salt thing, investment in intentions was, but her food though. Yeah. I'm probably missing out on the delicious, delicious food. Yeah, he was, he was real into grandma snacks. I mean, they're the homemade food made by grandma. Yeah. It's better than trash. It's always better than trash.
0: Yep. Anything's better than trash.
1: Yeah, and then we had the B plot of. uh The durian. Oh, yeah, the durian. I've heard durian described as soft cheese that smells like a sock. Hmm. Because it it eats like a soft cheese.
0: Yeah. Ugh. I don't think I've ever had a soft cheese, honestly.
1: Ever had cream cheese?
0: Oh, cream cheese counts as a soft cheese? Yeah. Okay, it's, I, I it's thought a, that was like a, like a processed. Like, like I thought that was like a something like the made from cheese. Not, you know what I mean? No, it's it's just cheese. Okay, I when I think soft cheese, I think of like brie.
1: I mean, they're both soft cheeses. Okay, but you. Would you like, would you like me to give you the shovel? Or... (laughs) Like, I've got nothing for you on this one, like... Ah! Cream cheese isn't actually a soft cheese. It's a cheese spread made with pasteurized dairy. Well, alright. I guess, um, I'm just gonna... Hold on, let me... I still have the shovel, so I'm just gonna... Start, start digging. Yep. Mm -hmm. Start digging my hole. (laughs) Alright, <laughs> I'm in the hole. Just just you know Yep. hmm Yeah. Anyway. Uh I'm getting fitted for my clown shoes.
0: Nah, but whatever.
1: Just I, Boo Boo the Fool. <sighs> Years at the Academy. Wasted.
0: Ugh. <sighs> anyway yeah uh, yeah but best of the intentions was fi- it's always fun uh getting to you know nin's been in a lot of the episodes through facetime basically yeah but it, it's always nice when a character gets broadened a little like we, we get to see more of a character that's only been like a bit part
1: yeah 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 which
0: is also what's nice about mazel tov libby um even though I don't particularly enjoy the episode itself, uh mm-hmm. it is nice seeing uh Libby expanded.
1: Yeah. Um I'm in a lot of this episode because of Libby. Yeah. Like I, I like Libby a lot, so
0: I'm I'm very tired of the, the episode formula. this isn't really a, a thing that Uh, Mm -hmm. ghost of molly mcgee is guilty of but i'm but it's just a common plot in cartoons or tv shows Mm -hmm. where the main character thinks they're doing something really really nice but they're just kind of being selfish
1: yeah
0: i'm I'm just kind of tired of those episodes Mm -hmm. it's an important lesson but i feel like we've had it beat over our heads
1: you always need it for the next generation. Yeah. it's That's just how it be, unfortunately.
0: I, I feel like even this generation, we've had a bunch of episodes like that, though. I can't pull them out of my... Pull pull specific examples out of my ass right now, but I feel like I it it's something I've seen commonly in the last few, like, five, ten years.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean... What I really liked about this episode was, again, I said Libby, but also Scratch's weird obsession with making it a bat mitzvah. Yeah. Well,
0: it's a ghost joke.
1: It's a ghost joke. Also, this is my favorite song, is Libby's uh, bat mitzvah. Mm. Hmm. At first, it was the country star one, but this is my new favorite song. Hmm. It's a really catchy one. Yeah. Um... The other thing I was gonna say is the scene near the end when Libby and Molly talk. Yeah, and Molly asks her what she want. What What did she want? And Libby just says, "I just wanted to spend time with you." And I'm like, "This bitch is gay." Yeah. Also, I don't know if you noticed, but when uh, the dad started playing the smooth jazz and people started. Dancing with each other, there were several uh, same-sex dance partners.
0: I I was kind of checked out for most of this segment.
1: Well, really. now you know. Yeah. Now you know. And then uh, the next one is.
0: I like No Good Deed a lot. I it 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 was much more funny to me. I guess mm. that that's why I liked it.
1: Mhm. first Daryl focused episode.
0: Yeah, I like it for the same reason I like uh, Best of Intentions. It's expanding on a character we haven't really seen much of. Yeah, yeah. Even though he's been in most of the episodes.
1: I did really enjoy in the Honest Abe episode when Lou was like, Daryl, stop grooming me. (laughs) That's my favorite favorite joke. Yeah. Uh, We also found out some ghost lore in this episode. Uh, when ghosts get struck with electric currents, they go all woo. Yeah, they they it, they get drunk. It's a weird bit of ghost lore, but I'll you know I'll take it.
0: It it's like you know you have uh, all those like ghost shows. They they have the electro electromagnetic reader, whatever thing is. Oh yeah,
1: em uh, EMT or whatever the fuck. It's... No, not EMT. yeah, electromagnetic uh something or other. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like they they produce like some sort of elect. It, it's like crossing the currents makes them loopy. Yeah, yeah,
1: like yeah, for sure. Um, I did enjoy that the teacher thought it was an escape room.
0: Yeah, that was. I I do I I really thought there'd be a moment where they were like, "Oh no, we're actually." I, I'm really glad there was not that moment. Yeah. Well, they just get to keep their hard earned confidence and bond.
1: Yeah. The the coach is just they didn't say it but he was like, "Oh, this is one of those teachers." As soon as he said, "You know, supplements are fake." Oh, yeah. I'm like, "Oh, you're one of those guys." One of those. I see. Oh, the other teacher has a wife
0: the, the when they're in the jail cell, she's starting to call her wife, and then the cell phone. Oh, I missed that. Taken. I missed that. Oh yeah, she said. Oh yeah, just let me call my wife. Oh, that's cute. Or uh, she says, "Yeah, she she or let me call my partner." And says so she's make the, the, she says something that implies she has a, a same sex partner.
1: Nice. Um, my favorite joke in this episode. Was definitely when they were the teacher trying to escape. It's like, and then the the guy and the person recognized her. Yeah. Or they recognized each other and was like, oh, it's history class, third period. <laughs> oh, man. Even though I don't always have a lot to say about these episodes, there's always at least one good joke in every single Molly Miggy episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Th- th-
0: there's always something to laugh at. They're all good episodes. It's mm-hmm. just...
1: You know. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't have much to say.
0: Yeah. I, also, I, I think I... I look forward to Amphibia more. hmm And so I'm sitting there just being like, I want to watch Amphibia. Mm. I want to
1: watch it. Mm. Speaking of Amphibia.
0: Yeah. So we got a Fight at the Museum... Temple, Frogs, uh, Fixing Frobo, and and Sterminator. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Fight at the Museum.
1: I love Dr. Jan!
0: Yeah, Dr. Jan's pretty good.
1: I love Dr. Jan so much. She's my new favorite, like, secondary character. Yeah. Um, This was mostly introducing Dr. Jan, but also lore. Yes. The deep lore. Yes. Yeah. We got to see the um uh the the frog we've seen before uh, with the calamity box in a uh, mural on a vase.
0: Yeah. A uh there's a specific name for that.
1: Yeah, there is, but I forget what it's called.
0: on V's name Carlos,
1: ah, yes,
0: well, that's the the Greek version at least, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, so um, this was mostly just like that and setting up Dr. Jan and the uh i d I did really enjoy um ands like what no, I hate museums, what <laughs> and it was really nice seeing that Doctor Jan- like that they have another human person to you know yeah talk to and trust with this whole weird frog conspiracy thing going on. That's kind of the uh, the theme of the the next two parts as well. It is, yeah. It is like trying to get more people involved cause, and then the planters can't do it alone. Yeah, like I think that's so, the look- theme of these all four of these really. Uh, is like mm-hmm. people getting oh all four of these yeah all four of these episodes is
0: and Terminator is more about revealing the truth to Anne's parents.
1: Well, yeah, so- and letting yeah. them help. Oh yeah, you know it's that's what all four of these episodes are about is letting other people help you. Yeah, you know is the overarching thesis.
0: It is nice for... Um, it, it's a nuanced show, but it's still a kids' show. It's a very nuanced kids' show. Yeah. But I, I like that it's sort of... Rather than a lot of other adventure shows for kids where it shows the kids being like hyper-independent and able to take care of everything by themselves, that kind of creates an, a weird pressure. At least, I, I feel like it has... Somehow affected me in my life, maybe I don't know uh so it it's nice seeing like the no you you can reach out for help,
1: mhm,
0: reach out for help, kid
1: you're a kid, yeah um, what i I wanna said about earlier, I mentioned best of intentions and how we got some Thai stuff, temple frogs, same shit, yeah, lots of Thai culture. And exploring yeah. and Thai culture, and how important it is to her as a character, yeah, which I really like
0: I w- yeah i i <laughs> yeah i'm sorry I, I was I was going to say something, and it made me remember the part that I liked the most but um uh, i, I like how each of them each of the frogs integrated into a different aspect mm-hmm. and and i what made me burst out laughing was um Polly watching all the uh, Thai dramas and just yeah picking
1: up Thai from that yeah and, and was like I I took Thai for three years and I could barely form a sentence. <laughs> oh, that's how I feel about Hebrew. Oh man, I really enjoyed Hot Pop's like interpretive dance. I I like that it's a callback to his dancing episode. It's very good. Yeah. That scene where um Anne Anne has that one with her mom like, returning the the plastic tableware and all that stuff and about how yeah they took care of them it's just like ah uh, ah uh, who put these onions yeah. here yeah now I I re- looked into this so um when they read the uh, the scripture on mm-hmm. the, the thing it mentioned the mother of olm so an olm or proteus is an aquatic salamander it is a cave exclusively mm. cave dwelling salamander it is blind and pale and elongated
0: yeah i've heard of it
1: yeah so in so very interesting yeah I'm wondering where they're gonna go with that. So the ghosts, mm-hmm. the ghosts. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe. I'll we'll have to see. Um, yeah, you know, the, with the weird ghost things at the bottom of the castle. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, fixing Robo. Uh, Robo lesbians. Robo lesbians these IT girls Yeah, the IT girls. I love, uh, I, also, I love them already. Yeah. Very good.
0: I also like uh hyper competent Polly. Just yeah. Just picking everything up real quickly, whether it's Thai or
1: walking or robotics. She's been here they've been here for what, a couple weeks and she's already learned how to speak Thai fluently and knows robotics and technology. Yeah. Wild man. It,
0: it does say it. It. It's easier to pick up languages when you're a little kid. This is true.
1: You you're like a sponge. Yeah. Learning new you're, skills and things is way easier when you're a child because you're just so like.
0: Literally, your brain your brain is more sponge like. It it's it's more pliable.
1: It, yeah. It, yeah. You retain that knowledge much more easily. Yeah. Which isn't say you can't learn new skills when you get older. In fact, you should never stop trying to learn things. But... Yeah. uh,
0: That's a good way of staving off dementia, is always trying to keep your mind active. Yeah.
1: Always read. Um, Always learn things. You know. Yeah. Never too old to learn something.
0: A day that you haven't learned something new is a wasted day.
1: Indeed. I always learn something every day.
0: I make an attempt.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... Nice to see Frobo again.
0: Yeah, I'm glad Frobo's back. Uh, We do see in the intro what Frobo's new form is going to be. He's going to be like a little RC car.
1: Yeah, very good. I love that. Uh... I eat ice. (laughs) Ice cream. I eat ice cream. Oh, thank God. (laughs) I love how... Every
0: cartoon, like almost every cartoon, I've not every cartoon, but a lot of cartoons reference Teddy Ruxpin now. Yeah, as a, a wholly terrifying thing.
1: Furby's too.
0: Uh, Furby's too. Furbies and te- 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 Teddy Ruxpin's. Like, I never had a Teddy Ruxpin. I never had a Furby, but I wanted both as a kid, mm-hmm. and now I don't know why I ever did.
1: They're terrifying, and I hate them. Yeah. I actually
0: kind of want. You, have you ever seen those long Furbies That some that, that there's an artist on yeah on Etsy or online that makes long Furbies? I love
1: them. I love the fucking Furby monstrosities. Yeah, I, I want
0: a long Furby. I, I don't think I want a regular
1: Furby. Long Furby. Yeah.
0: Also, uh, in, in the Choi Garage, uh, there is a Grunkle Stan little like dome thing. Yeah. On a shelf.
1: Also, I feel like we have to um, do... Mr. Boon Choi is Moe. <laughs> no, he's not Moe. He's a gamer. He He's both. He's a,
0: a... I want to protect Mr. Boon Choi. Mm-hmm. Because he's just... I feel for Mr. Boon Choi.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Someone pointed out um there's a that scene in uh this is getting into um uh, Anne's Terminator mm. when uh Mr. Planter asked, Did you were you surprised by that show of anger, Mr. Boonjoin? And he goes, Nope. <laughs> is it's some is that um there's a scene in season two when Marcy meets Ann again. And Marcy asks her, like, oh, it's like this thing, and she mentions, like, have you seen anything like that? And just Anne answer- said, and the exact same intonation goes, nope. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah. Mm. Nah, bro. Nah. But yeah, uh, and Anne was just like, like you said, it's about finally telling the moon cho- the the parents that there's a bunch of whack shit happening. And yeah. that she wasn't... She was only not telling them to protect them.
0: Yeah. We also see Anne use her powers again. Yeah, this
1: is the second time she used her powers since she's gotten back.
0: Yeah. It's it's not full, like, blue hair, glowy eyes. But it it's... Yeah. It seems that... It's like the Kaioken to the Super Saiyan.
1: Yeah, and we it, it was established pretty early on that she can't use it all the time. Yeah. Otherwise, she drains her body.
0: Yeah. Which is how they should have kept Super Saiyan.
1: Damn. Man, mean, you right, Kaioken is superior to Super Saiyan in that way. It,
0: it it's why Super Saiyan works really well in like the D V Z games. Mm-hmm. Or at least like the Budokai um Xenoverse type games, you know? It it's like a, a momentary power up mm-hmm. that drains your stamina. I
1: yeah. Mm hmm. But yeah, um, it was just nice seeing Anne finally having a talk with her parents. Yeah. Also, the weird fucked up room with all the like fake Anne's. Yeah. Can we just? I felt I felt like we moved past
0: that a little too quickly.
1: It it. Well, I
0: mean, it was just a setup for you know the 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 thing at the end. Yeah,
1: but also it's like. Mom,
0: we, yeah. we need to talk. Ne- neither of us have been a parent that has had their child go missing, so we don't know it's true. how we'd act.
1: It's true. Why is this one dressed like a doctor? Listen, I can dream. <laughs> I feel like I'm not living up to your expectations all of a sudden. A uh, story of my life. Yeah. Uh, oh boy, amphibia continues to be very, very good. Amphibia does consider it to be very, very good. Also, someone pointed out when uh, Andreas calls the Frobot the the bot and he gives him the wrong one. That joke where he gets in the wrong book is really funny. Yeah. Two, uh, when uh, he tells him that the number two book is out of stock. Andreas curses his both he says mother of ohms. Oh. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah,
1: interesting. Very interesting. Uh what are the the next episodes? Oh and we also at the end of this I got the FBI watching them. Yes, uh Mr.
0: X they reference Mr. X. Now Do you think Mr. X is going to be like the the biker in black sort of character, or do you think it's going to be another frog?
1: I think Mr. X is going to be like, uh, our, uh, what was the brother in Gravity Falls, the twin? Oh, uh, Stanford. Yeah, I think he's going to be our Stanford. The expert.
0: Okay, but I mean, okay, but I... Being, like
1: adversary or ally. I think he's an adversary mainly because in the trailer for season three we saw a guy in a coat with a one of the Frobo arms. That's true. And glasses. I think that's our Mister X. But I could be wrong.
0: Yeah, could. It wouldn't be the first time in one of these recent series we've had Mister X like that.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm really looking at you, V. I really did. I'm really looking forward to. Um, some of the next episodes, because one of the episodes is literally called Olivia and Yunan. Mm. I'm like, oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> I've been waiting for that. But yeah, the next two episodes are Mister X and Sprague's birthday.
0: Good.
1: Yeah, but I'm looking forward to that Olivia and Yunan episode. Yes, sounds. Also, apparently, we're getting a Christmas. Oh, okay. At the end of November. Froggy, uh, called Froggy Little Christmas. Okay. But anyway. I think that's it.
0: You know it's convenient they're in L.A. They don't have to deal with winter.
1: They don't. They don't have to deal with the freeze. They don't.
0: I wonder how that's going to... I think they just do that so they don't have to deal with it. I don't think it's going to affect them.
1: No. Probably not. Yeah.
0: In Star Trek, it would.
1: In Star Trek, it would. Yeah. But anyway.
0: Okay, well, that's it. That's it for Upkeep this week. Uh, We'll be back in a moment. Adrian will be back in a moment. We'll get into JoJo's uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable. Or Diamond is Crash, whatever you want to call it. See you then. And welcome back to acme Podcast Incorporated. I'm, JoJo Part 4. Let, let's do it. So, uh, let me see what we got. Uh, hmm. Directed by Tsuda Naokatsu, uh, Kato Toshiyuki, Takamura Yuta, Iwanami Yoshikazu as the sound director, uh, and many more people. And I I, I don't want to read both voice casts because y'all I imagine watched the Japanese and I watched the English. We did. Yeah. Uh
1: wait, hold on. Matt Mercer Matt, was Gitaro and, and Dove? Didn't know that. I've never watched the dub. Isn't he
2: also in uh
0: part three? Uh let me see. Yeah.
1: The only one I know Matt is. Freaking, was um,
2: Cujo in part three.
1: Yeah, the only one I remember is Johnny Ambosh was Jonathan.
2: I mean, how do you forget that Richard Epcar was Joseph?
1: I mean, fair. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Ugh. Vic yeah, is there's get a reason Rohan. we watched
2: it in Japanese.
1: Yeah. Ugh.
2: If there was one way to make me hate Rohan even more than I already do, it's having to be forced by that asshole. Lord help me.
1: Ugh. <laughs> oh. Who is who is Akira DC Douglas? Yeah. What is he? Do I recognize uh, him from anything? Um. Uh, he was in Enterprise.
2: Yeah. Oh. He's been in a ton of shit.
1: Uh. He he, he, he was in.
0: He was X and Drake in uh, One Piece Movie 14.
1: Oh, okay. Iron Blooded Orphan. Hunter
0: Hunter. He was uh, Vincent Pike in uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt Bandit Flower.
1: Uh... He is relatively um recent in terms of voice acting stuff. He's mostly been in like He's been in video in he's been in
2: a ton of video games. He's Wesker. Uh
0: oh. He's he's got he's oh, go. he, he's in the English dubs for uh Hajime no Ippo and Champion Road mm-hmm. as uh oh, okay. Aiko's brother in the original Hajime no Ippo and then um a Sanada Kazuki in Champion Road.
1: Yeah. I think Wesker is definitely his most yeah. like yeah. iconic role for sure. Yeah, Wesker.
2: He's he's just been Wesker this whole time. I think. From...
1: Yeah, he's he's been Wesker in basically every every time Wesker has appeared, except for like the original Resident Evil dub. Yeah, he's yes. been Wesker, he's been in, uh, he's... which is a shame because I I would have loved to hear him say, <laughs> "What a mansion." <laughs> or was that it was Barry, Barry who said that? Huh. I forget. I think it was Barry because Barry also said, "Now you can be the master of unlocking." I fucking love the the yeah, original.
2: You're very cute. <laughs> it's very good. it's a good one. You're also very cute. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: JoJo.
0: I'm just gonna say the one thing I have to say, and then you guys can just take it over. Yeah, uh, this is my favorite season of JoJo that I've seen so far. I've only seen through five, so.
2: Mm-hmm. This is my favorite. It's, this is my... I, I, I have a sliding scale of parts that I think are my favorite. And consistently, it is like neck and neck between part four and part seven. And it, it it's just like, whatever mood I'm in that specific day is whether or not part seven wins out or part four wins out. Because I... I I love slice of life so much and this part is just slice of life until shit gets real.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, this isn't coming from me who's only ever watched the anime. Um I have to I'll have to rewatch part 5 again. But because I'm 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 sort of like hemming and hawing about whether part 4 or part 5 is my favorite part. It it just depends on what, when, what day you ask me. But I think after I watch Part 5 again, um, I'll think I'll come to a final decision. Before I watched Part 5, it was undeniably Part 4 was my favorite. But I like a lot of the things in Part 5. So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's Specifically the anime. I can't speak for the manga, so...
0: I, I feel like the anime for Part 5 will fix a lot of what I don't like from the manga. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because anime tends to be slightly quicker paced. Especially the David Pro stuff.
1: Yeah, it was like your, uh, your thing with Jujutsu Kaisen, how the anime fixed the pacing problems.
0: Yeah. Uh, I didn't have that... Pro- hmm, but the problem I had with the pacing in uh, Jujutsu Kaisen wasn't the story pacing. It was... The character bond pacing—I thought they grew attached to each other really way too quickly. Mm. It like the 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 way they bonded didn't feel earned to me when I read the manga. Mm. Uh, but in the anime, I feel like it it did a little bit better of them earning the bond. Fair. Um Fair. With
1: five, correct me if I'm wrong. Is five shorter than four? Or is it longer from a an, manga? From a manga. I don't know about the manga, but the anime has like the exact same number of episodes.
0: I think
2: a rock I think it's like slightly slightly longer. But no, not that by much. Um Okay.
1: Well we can find out. It
2: it it's yeah, we can find out, but also it's just like it, it really depends on how much Araki wants to put into certain scenes because, like There, there are certain uh, scenes in part three that like took fucking a ton of pages, and if I recall correctly, there is a beatdown in part five that took nine pages. Yeah,
1: just nine pages
2: of a beatdown that fucking Jorno did, and I was sad that it didn't take up like half of the episode. I was like, it was a minute
1: and a half.
2: I wanted more. I wanted to see this man get destroyed you, by a fifteen yeah, year did. old. No,
0: nine pages should be like ten minutes.
2: Yeah. Like I said, I wanted it to be like a, ha- a whole half of the episode.
1: I guess. Um
2: I'm also a sadist, who knew? Um
1: so part five is set but my my problem Part five is seven Sorry, part five what? is seventeen volumes, part four is eighteen volumes of manga.
2: Ah, slightly shorter, okay.
1: Anyway, go on. Okay,
0: and how many do, do you have? Uh, part three up there? Mm,
1: hold on. Let uh, me look at part three.
2: I appreciate you, Google machine.
1: <laughs> part three. Maybe a part three manga. Uh, no, it's not what I want. I want to know about the manga, not in, not the anime. Uh, Star of Crusaders uh, was sixteen volumes. Mm-hmm.
0: Sixteen volumes, okay. Um, hmm. So my my I guess my problem doesn't really the, the way I wanted to word my problem with it doesn't really hold up to actual hard numbers. I mean, just just because something's
1: shorter or longer doesn't mean it can't be poorly paced.
0: No, 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 no. Hold on. But I have not put voice to my actual issue yeah. yet, is the yeah. thing. Yeah. It felt like it just went on forever. Hmm. Like, even part three felt more concise or like more tight. I just did not like five i just I remember it felt like a slog to get through. I just didn't like the characters i didn't like the 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 concept I, I just didn't like five
1: well yeah, well, I mean we'll see how you feel when we watch the anime eventually um yeah. just for um sake of uh you know completion uh part six is seventeen volume. Steel Ball Run hmm. is twenty four, and JoJo jo Leon, uh, which recently ended, uh, is uh, twenty seven. I guess
2: that okay. means I have to go and actually.
1: Read we have it. to oh, go, God! To oh no, how terrible!
2: Look, the fact that uh, that one guy with the stand—I am a, I, uh, I am a rock
1: is not a like
2: his stand was not named Electric Eye despite it looking like it should have been named Electric Eye will forever be a slight to my body and my soul and my heart and my I life.
1: mean the thing that was stupid about that guy was that in in part 8 there are these like rock people and the first character yeah. they introduced, who's a rock person is that guy and he named his stand I am a rock
2: yeah I I I, I to be fair, I love that character. He's very good, but also what a slap in my face when his name when his, the stand name should have been Electric Eye. Mm. But I am a large and the only proponent of Iraqi should name more stands after fucking Judas Priest songs.
1: But that means Well Going back to part four. So
0: Crazy Diamond also could have been named Pain Could have.
1: Mm-hmm. Um Part 4 is, like, super interesting when it comes to the David Pro anime. Because when they started with the Jojo anime, and, and it was, like, part 1 and 2 had never been animated, right? So it was, like, you know. And then they got to part 3, and it was, yeah, part 3 is the part, and everybody was thinking, okay, is this where we stop? You know? But then part 4 happened. And this is the first time Part 4 had been ever animated or adapted into anything. Um, and then the live action movie happened, but that's a whole other thing.
2: I still haven't seen the live
1: action. There's a lot of weird changes they make in a live action film.
2: Yeah, I I hear like they introduce Kira a lot. Sooner, yeah,
1: they 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 completely which... cut out the whole red hot chili peppers thing and instead of red hot chili peppers killing Okio's brother it's Kira.
0: It, it it's a movie it, it has to be way way more tighter. concise
1: but yeah. kind of lose a lot of the yeah. charm of part 4 yeah
0: yeah the,
2: the 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 enjoyment of part 4 is um just the entirety of it and i forgot to do this when we started this off um hi my name is adrian uh this is a fucking Shigechi loving house and if you do not love Shigechi, you can leave Th- this that's my boy that's my fucking boy. That is my son boy aloud. Mm. <laughs> oh, I love Shigechi so goddamn much and I've had so many now former friends be like, oh, I don't like Shigechi that much. And I'm just like, okay, there's the door. Have a good night. Have a good night. Goodbye. Don't need you in my life. Bye. So long. Thanks for all the fish.
1: Um, I was gonna say um, the thing with part four is specifically how it starts is Part four, there's a lot of people who would say that part four is kind of like meandering, but like that's kind of its point. Like, yeah. part four is supposed to be like. It's supposed to start off like wacky hijinks, like stand of the week kind of stuff with no like stakes. Like, the only like overarching plot point is trying to find the, the, the arrow and the bow. Um, yeah. and, and that it, it really sets up the, um, You know, it introduces you to a lot of our side characters and our cast, and it kind of sets up a vibe that the entire thing is going for. So when Kira arrives and shifts the entire balance of the the vibe and the uh, plot, it's so much more staggering when it happens. And that's why I feel like a lot of the quote-unquote filler stuff in Part 4 is very important.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest. I I could do without the Kira. I'm
1: going to strongly disagree, but okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I'd be happy with the part of JoJo that's just all the, like, episodic slice-of-life shit in Morio. I'd be very happy with I mean, that. I would too, but... Uh, I, I don't hate the Kira stuff. Don't get me wrong. But if I was given the choice to just have like another twenty ish episodes of, of of Josuke Okuyasu and uh and uh the, the, the Koichi just fucking around, oh I'd be
1: ecstatic. Mm. Now, see, I am I'm one of those people who likes both. Um and uh but honestly I think Araki peaked at uh, fucking what what's that episode? What is it called? I'm an alien. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Araki peaked at I'm an alien. Yeah. Miki,
2: Miki Taka is um, I want to say my second favorite out of the main cast after Shigechi uh, because Miki Taka is just a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this kid about? I love him.
1: Yeah, Mikitaka. What
2: a fucking weird little fucking kid.
1: Mikitaka is such a like. It's funny how we're. Especially after watching part five. How, like, Araki can't talk about aliens. And then part five happens and he he doubles down on the alien thing. And then it just is like, was he an alien? We don't know. We never know if Mikitaka is an alien or not.
2: Is he just fucking with us? Is he actually an alien?
1: Is, is he just a guy go- is he just a weirdo who thinks he's an alien and he has a stand? But then why can't he see hey. fucking star- uh da- uh Crazy Diamond?
2: Or can he see Crazy Diamond and he's just fucking with us?
0: Mikitaka Junbio Theory
1: Go. <laughs> and then and then like he could see Raimi at the end of part four, which implies that either can only stand users see ghosts. We yeah, but also we don't know if aliens can see ghosts.
0: Well, no, no, that's what I'm asking. Can only stand users see ghosts, or
1: is it can anyone that the ghost reveals himself to stand? You all, all stand users can see ghosts, but. Uh, some other people can see ghosts, mainly people with, like, psychic abilities and shit.
0: Okay.
1: Um, a lot of the rules about ghosts are actually established in a side story called Dead Man's Questions, which is about Yoshikage Kagekira as a ghost with amnesia. Interesting. And it's like he yeah, he a becomes a a reaper of sorts as penance for all of his sins, but without any of his memories. Deadman's man's questions is super interesting. I I really do need to like I've only like read about it, but actually haven't read it yet.
2: It's definitely a weird one. I read it a long time ago, but I would definitely behoove to. Returned back to it yeah. to reread it
1: again. Uh, part 4 and 5 are the, uh, have spawned the most um, side story material.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I just want to clarify. I do like the Kira story. Well, I, I, I get that. It's just you prefer the slice of life stuff.
0: Oh, absolutely. I always prefer slice of life stuff. Yeah. like that. That's my favorite
1: genre in yeah. anime. Um, because with part 4... You have all- You have the three Rohan Kishibe side stories. Yeah. Gosh, and Dead Man's Questions. And then, Part 5 has, um, freaking uh, Purple Haze feedback. And, uh, I forget what it's called. There's another, uh, novel. Uh, but, another Part 5 novel that takes place during Part 5. Uh, but Yeah. And part five also further... The, the feedback novel actually further establishes something about a character from part four. Um, the character who makes all the drugs for Passione in part five is Tonio's brother. Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. uh, his stand is the opposite of his brother's. Uh,
2: the other... Part Five uh novela- novelization was uh Geio's Gio Bizarre Adventure: Two Golden Heart
1: Gold." Yeah, Golden Heart Yeah, Golden Heart Golden Ring is about a stand user with a a rabbit stand. <laughs> uh,
2: Don't tell Madeline
1: about this. He already knows. Um, God help us. The uh, but yeah, the, the a lot of the slice of stuff is very important because again, it introduces a. There are there is one. Side character I could have done without, but like, you know, whatever. I could have done without fucking. I can't even remember his bitch ass's name. The guy who is a uh, surface. What's that guy's fucking name? The, the the other shorty. Not.
0: Oh. Oh the the manga. Yeah. Yeah. Guy. The, that loser. Uh. Long hair, short. Yeah. yeah.
2: What's his? dick ass in it he's an asshole who cares i don't care about him I have, yeah. a f- I have a friend who loves him but i'm just also like why oh why do you have ter- hazam a- yeah i was like why do you have terrible taste why we could
1: have like honestly we could have replaced Hazamata and like had shigechi introduced earlier
2: please can we do that i want shigechi more i want more like, shigechi more shigechi having
1: time. she like honestly, Shigechi and Koichi hanging out with the Rohan thing would have also perfectly made sense. Uh, well,
2: yeah. God, I wish. Yeah, and, I it, really and it
1: would, would have mean, meant that Shigechi was around longer, and thus the tragedy of his death hit harder.
2: And then I would have just cried more. <laughs> yeah, and? I already cry hard enough when I was thinking about Shigechi. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, also um I think I mentioned this when we did part 3 but because part 3 was the first introduction of stands Araki didn't really know what he wanted to do with stands like he was kind of figuring them out I think part 4 is when he really starts to figure out what he wants to do with stands
2: Yeah yeah he hits a stride
1: cuz a lot of the stands I think part 5 has like just hit after hit after hit, but part four also has a lot of really good stands. Mm. Like, yeah, crazy diamond alone is like its ability is so versatile and useful. It, it's wild. I'm shocked every time Josuke uses this ability in a way that you wouldn't expect. Yeah,
0: um, but. I like oh. how, as the series—I'm sorry—I I like how as the series goes on, you really see how the apple doesn't fall far from either of his trees.
1: No. Yeah. He, he's kind of a shit, just like Joseph is. Yeah. But he's also got the the Joe Star like, um, freaking
2: the desire to help.
1: Yeah. People. To be, you know, a gentleman like Jonathan. Yeah. quote unquote But he's got both. Um, and yeah. that's... But he's
0: also got his mother's oh, temper. Oh, yeah. For
1: sure. I, <laughs> I love Tomoko.
2: Everybody loves Tomoko. Yeah. Milf
1: milf, 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 milf.
2: Just slamming this fucking fist on the table. Milf.
1: Milf. Um, but, what I was gonna say was, like, kind of bouncing off of that, now that you're saying that, is like, um, a Rock, people give a lot of Rocky a lot of shit of, cause it's like, oh, Jojo is just weird goose and you know, whatever. But I think part four is where Rocky starts to really develop because certain characters have been around for so long. Jonathan and Jotaro specifically, we get to see their long term development as characters. And Especially, I think the episode with the invisible baby and getting to explore JoTaro, not JoTaro, uh, Jonathan, uh, the Joseph? Joseph, Joseph and Josuke. You said Jonathan Joseph.
2: earlier, and I was like, "Uh, Jonathan's you know dead I mean. dog." Jo,
1: jo, jo, <laughs> Joseph and Josuke's, uh, like dynamic.
0: I, yeah,
2: I, I wish there was at least a few more scenes with them mm-hmm. in it. Because I I think having them touch on the the kind of terse and stressed out familial dyam- dynamic would have been great. Yeah. yeah. Also, just just giving us a, a little bit more. I I I just like family dynamics, especially that kind of like estranged family dynamics. That, got, that's real fun.
0: I got Jolian questions. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know jo- it's alternate universe yeah. Joliske. Is he still the illegitimate love child of Joseph? No. Joseph no. No. It's
1: it's way way I, more complicated than that.
2: I do not have the brain cells to get into all the shit that fucking Jojolian is.
1: Joseph okay. doesn't I don't think it is Joseph, so weird. The whole he sh- Higashikata family is like a whole thing in part in part eight. They're way. Um, It's a much larger family, for one, Um, and also uh, there's more than one Josuke Higashikata. Uh, Specifically, yeah,
2: specifically in part seven, at the end, it is said that Johnny Joestar, which is Jonathan's part, the alternate universe self. Johnny Joestar marries a Japanese woman, and I do not remember her name, but her last name was Higashikata, and then I guess he took her name? I- no. I- it's- yeah. it has been a- it has been a grip mm-hmm. since I have read
1: Part yeah. 7, so
2: I'm going to okay. have to go back and
1: the Joe The Joestars that. and uh-huh. Higashikata's are connected way earlier on in the timeline.
2: Mm-hmm. Incredibly earlier
1: on, yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Yoshikage Kira's alternate timeline self was also there and he's a totally different person too. And a, and a twink. Excuse me. Um but yeah. The um well yeah the it, there's a lot of really, I think part 6 also explores this a lot too with Jolene and Jotaro. Mm-hmm. And I think rock Ara- Ara- Araki's really good at like um how I put this Having characters just kind of interact and it's like there's like kind of it's mostly goof haha ha, you know there's it there's no depth to it and then he makes a character say one thing and then it completely changes the entire perspective you have on the relationship and it physically hurts you.
2: Joseph saying I'm not going to live very much longer anyway, so here use my blood. Yeah,
1: when no, me. he says I wanted to look cool in front of you.
2: Yeah. Ugh, my heart my everything my heart joseph joestar i love you if you ever cheat on suzy q again he's, i'll kill you <laughs> he's the
1: worst i hate him i love joseph joestar
0: both are my true feelings he's my,
1: he's my favorite to
0: watch run around and do stuff but i can't he's not my favorite mm-hmm. just because
1: he cheated on Susie. like unforgivable. Oh yeah, no. You bastard, you. I, I like that Araki is not afraid to like make his his main characters pieces of shit. Yeah. You know. That's
0: why I like Josuke. He took all the parts I liked from Joseph and then didn't make him unforgivable. Oh yeah.
1: Um the uh I will say that Josuke isn't my favorite main JoJo that that's Jorno, but we can we'll get into that when we talk mm. about part five. I do like Josuke though. Josuke's just a good boy, but also a little shit.
2: Terrible little man. Love him to death.
0: It it's completely tied between Jonathan and Josuke for me. Mm. Both are just good
1: boys. I, I really like yeah. Jolene and Jorno.
0: I have I didn't get far enough into part six before I felt like. Yeah,
1: off, but... and random sidebar for those who know about part six and related to the thing I said about the a character will say one thing and it'll completely change the perspective of the relationship. That one thing Jotaro says to Jolene at the end of part six. Yeah. Physically hurts me. It's painful and it makes me cry every time I think about it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, but...
2: Part six is real good. I cannot yeah
1: part, it. I, I, I know about... I know a lot about Part 6, but I- I'm looking forward to it. It's... But anyway. um, And family has kind of always been a really important aspect of like Jojo. But family is a very yeah. strong theme in this part specifically. Yeah, definitely. Because you have um, Josuke, his mother, his relationship with Joseph, and then you have of course Okuyasu and Okiyasu's relationship with his brother and his dad.
0: Uh, I think Okuyasu is my single favorite Jojo character. You're valid.
2: is fantastic, and not a not a damn soul is going to blame you for that.
1: Yeah. I love Okuyasu.
2: Uh Okuyasu is so fucking fantastic as a character and as just in general. Terrible little shithead. Stupid as all fucking get out. But I love Mm -hmm. Okuyasu so goddamn much.
1: Yeah, um,
2: (laughs) he's so stupid. Yeah, yeah. No brain cells in this one. I, I, I
0: I do gotta say though, I, I, I I would love like a spin-off that's like in the future of this timeline. That's uh, Hayato as a a Speedwagon Foundation. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Or like. Hayato, as like, we were talking when well, we were watching this as like a, an investigator. Yeah,
1: yeah. we talked. There's been a lot of debate with like, among the fandom. But if Hayato had a stand, what would it be? And mm-hmm. Adrian and I, I think, came to the conclusion that Hayato, you, you played Arkham Asylum, right? I, I started. Playing. Hayato's stand is just detective vision. Yeah. It's the it's the it's detective yeah. mode in Batman Arkham Asylum.
2: It, it fits for him. It it truly does. Hayato has such a a a keen perception, like more so day.
0: than like. What you is know. it? I'll be watching you.
1: I was gonna say "Private Eyes" by Hall and Oates. Privatize also works.
0: We're, yeah. we're also on
2: like a big hollow. Well, yeah, because that's in cause
1: that's in our it. current JoJo game. There's a a running theme of hollow note song. All the the, yeah. the main JoJo KP is playing. His stand was named after a, a hollow note song. So I decided that all of the Jo the the Jo stars in that immediate family had a hollow note song as their stand. Yeah,
0: <laughs> somebody's watching me could also
1: be a good. It would form, be yeah. Form. Watch
2: mm-hmm. me. You got no privacy. Yeah.
1: Uh circling back to um the thing we were talking about with uh how Iraqi kind of figured out stands. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Part four has my second favorite stand battle in all of JoJo. Uh and that's the fight with Superfly
2: yeah superfly's so fucking weird i
1: I love superfly so much, and it is such it is one of the weirdest stands like ever
2: yeah i i I really really enjoyed this. to the point where I didn't remember the other two stands in that little stretch of time oh uh...
1: hardly enigma. at all
2: because superfly just yeah enigma and cheap trick oh. Uh, Cheap Trick. I don't remember those two at all.
1: Same. Because I, I, Superfly
2: I just that. took up all of my adoration, because I just thought it was such a weird fucking stand. And I, I like location-based stands anyways. Location-based stands are fucking cool. And this one is, like, the highlight of location-based stands.
0: Yeah. it, it It's definitely uh, the, the, like, I'll call it mini arc within part four that I remember the most vividly. Yeah. The, Despite me forgetting about the other two stands that show up in that time yeah, period. which yeah. is kind of not fair because
1: Enigma is also a really fun stand.
2: It is, but Superfly fucking just... You, you put it against Superfly and it's
1: just like... Yeah. I, I love Superfly. <laughs> Superfly is easily my favorite stand in this part. It, mm-hmm.
0: I was gonna say I I like cheap trick also, but cheap trickles. weird. <sighs> weird. Yeah, that, that's Shiny. probably why I like it because it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, there's
2: a lot of weird.
1: There's just part. a lot of weird stands in this part, and again, that's just Iraqi. He, he, I think he never wanted to go too far with stands in part three because he was figuring them out. But part four is where he was just like, I'm just gonna do whatever and see see what happens.
2: See what yeah. sticks to the wall. You know. I, I throw spaghetti and see what fucking sticks. Yeah,
1: yeah. What were you gonna say, Blazer?
0: Uh, I was gonna say something that I don't even believe anymore, so uh, I'm not gonna bother okay. saying it. In I terms... had like a half second to think about. I was like, "What the fuck was I about to say?" <laughs> yeah.
2: I think in terms of like favorite stands on my end, if it's Harvest is fantastic, and I love Harvest because Shigechi, but my favorite favorite stand in all of part four is pearl jam ah because pearl jam is what i want to happen to me i want a a very handsome italian man to come up offer me some salad and everything that i ever had wrong with me just to slip away yeah just fucking nope Intestines, blo- uh, intestines explode? Fine. Cure my IBS.
0: Tonio's my second favorite character. I love one, one of the, Uh
1: If you like Tonio, one of one of the Rohan side stories is about Rohan and Tonio. The,
2: t- the only Rohan side story I care about, because Tonio's there.
0: You see, but then I have to read more Rohan. <laughs>
1: okay, here's... Okay, let's...
0: I I know you I don't like Rohan. I I just don't
1: hate Rohan. (laughs) Okay. Like people there's mo like ninety nine percent of people either love Rohan or hate Rohan. I'll admit, as I
0: was going through the anime I started to like him a little more than I did from the manga. Um but it's still just like it's like such a fucking wet noodle.
2: Such a, just a, such a fucking uh, I
1: love how tsundere Why
2: are you friends with high schoolers? Go to fucking. Work. I love
1: how tsundere he was.
0: God, that doesn't even feel like accurate an accurate description of him. He's no, just but I mean with
1: Ramy, a with jackass Raimi specifically.
2: Ramy, oh, yeah, was he was, was kind of soon soon, but that's also because technically she is technically older than him. But it wasn't a yeah. it wasn't
1: a romantic thing. It was just him, yeah, be, him having just, to be nice.
2: Be nice to somebody for once in your goddamned life.
1: My favorite is still when Terrible he man. called Koichi and was like, hold on, there's a stand on my back. It's like, can you show me? No, it'll kill me. And Koichi was like, okay, that's a huh, funny joke. It's like, wait, no, I'm not joking. Don't you believe me? No, you're always, fuck- you're always <laughs> fucking with me. Bye. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Go fuck yourself. Just just so <laughs> fucking oh man and um every time and also every time Rohan showed up on screen again both either Adrian or I or both of us were like what the fuck are you wearing
2: the shit that Araki wanted to wear that's what he was wearing yeah. Araki uh, Rohan is such an XP of Araki but like with more assholeish attitude and Araki was just like I want to wear weird shit let me fucking put my XP in here and have him wear the weirdest fucking shit and be a weirdo and just be weird mm-hmm.
0: and you know what good for you Araki Rohan still sucks <laughs> I think Araki thought man I'm tired of being nice all the time and that's how Rohan mm-hmm. was born. <laughs> you, I just want to go ape shit.
1: Rohan acts the way Araki
0: wants to act.
1: Yeah, Araki <laughs> wants to stab spiders and lick their insides. Ugh, the worst. I would not put it past. I wouldn't him. either. Uh, no,
2: no, I would simply because uh, I know Araki too well, and he likes good, good food. I have seen too many images of himself on the backs of his books, just eating. And they're very cute. Don't get it twisted. Araki eating is, like, a highlight of my life. I want, like, an entire Twitter that is just pictures of Araki eating, and I want that to be
0: my life. Mm. Okay, but... <laughs> but I posit this. Yeah. What if that's to make him seem a little more normal, and that's not actually what he's like? Mm.
2: No, I wouldn't put that past him.
1: I wouldn't put that past him either. It's a whole facade thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, just, like, I need to curate an image so I'm not
1: seen for the ginormous weirdo that I yeah. am. Yeah. Too late. Um, the... Similar related to that thing I was saying about Rohan is honestly, one of my favorite things at all part four is when, like, speaking of someone stop being nice and wanting to go ape shit, is when Koichi just, like, Turns into the biggest shit heel ever. It's so fucking good. I love shit heel. He does too. it twice. Yeah. The two times he does mm-hmm. it. He does it again in part five, but I love it when he does it in part five, too.
0: I don't remember him being
1: He shows he, up at the beginning. How
0: many times does he show up in part? He shows yeah, up, he at, shows the
1: up at the beginning. That's the only yeah, time I remember. When, when basically when Jorno steals the taxi and takes his suitcase, Koichi Jacos, he sighs and then he has uh frickin' Echoes freeze the Echo like, 3. crush the car and then he just slowly starts to like walk towards the car with his pockets in his hands.
2: His, right. his hands in his pockets. Darling. Whatever.
1: You know what I fucking meant.
2: <laughs> yes, but I needed you to say what you need to say.
1: Anyway. Oh.
0: I love when he becomes the badass. Yeah. Like Koichi's another My top car, my favorite character in this is like a three way tie between Okuyasu Josuke and, and and Koichi. Like it I can't. I, I can't pick one over. The, O.P.S. is my favorite character overall, but for this part, I love them all together yeah. They're very as good. a as a cohesive unit. They're like one character. Yeah. They're Beavis and Butthead and a third character to me.
1: Yeah. The uh, this is also similar related to the thing I was saying earlier really about characters having long term development through JoJo. Um, part four is when I really started to like JoTaro.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's where a lot of people start to really like Jotaro. Um, I I think that him in part three was just it's all everybody talks about is Jotaro this Jotaro that Jotaro gets to be cool Jotaro smoking cigarettes in the back of a taxi and it looks real bad and, uh, and... who cares? But Jotaro in part four is well, he's obviously older and so he has a little bit more experience and he's gone through all of part three so he has that like as like a background to dealing with other stand users yeah and so he's able to more accurately and more uh succinctly deal with the new ones that are cropping up and while people still rely on him a lot and he's still a a big part of part four it's you he's not on screen as often. And so you get to appreciate him for who he is and what he is without getting oversaturated with him. And like, I think Jotaro is a great character in lesser doses than what he was in part three.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I will say, I think the thing that really made me start liking him in the first place was the, uh, don't tell me you've never actually played a video game before Jotaro. (laughs)
1: I like the the mentor role he kind of takes on in part four.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, part four solidifies all the the good things about him. And again, like you said, Adrian, the, the smaller doses really help. Yeah, because gone. Uh, but him being sort of also a dumbass, but also hyper capable, is a really good pairing.
1: Yeah, my favorite thing that Jotaro ever says. It's like, it's a nice watch. You better have to fuck. You have bad have to break it. Your face, that is.
2: Yeah. Jotaro cannot do a one line save his life. and you know what? I respect this motherfucker for Jusuke, it. Gosuke,
1: say something cool. Avdol, say something cool.
2: Say something cool. No, <laughs> fuck you.
1: He does that three and and the every time he tries to make a one liner, it's really lame.
0: Yeah,
2: You know what? I, I respect Araki for giving his hyper-masculine, super-cool, quote-unquote character just the dorkiest fucking possible
0: mm-hmm.
2: personality and job and ability with regards to, like, yeah. miners and shit. Th- this man is a fucking marine biologist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This man saw a starfish and was like, oh, that's the shit. And then made that his life. Uh you know go go good good for you, Jotar. Find your passion. Call your wife more. Your daughter misses you. Yeah.
1: Um yeah. Now we've mentioned him a couple times, but I feel like now we must we must come to the man Yoshika. David <sighs> Bowie. Beautiful. Evil David Bowie. I say this... Some might just say David Bowie just in general. I say Uh, this with, with, with no hint of irony or... Yoshikage Kira is one of my favorite villains in any piece of fiction ever. I love Yoshikage Kira. He is such a great villain. He is such a piece of shit. I love him. I hate him. He makes such a great foil to the protagonist of this part, and he, his yeah. goals and ambitions are so diametrically different from most big bads you would see in a lot of things. He is the exact opposite of Dio. Dio yeah. wants to live life as flamboyantly as and big as possible, and wants to rule the world. Yoshi Kagekira just wants to live in a tiny town and you know, work at his boring office job, not get noticed by anybody, and live a completely normal boring life. You know, but, say for the but also se- kill
2: people. Say for the serial killer-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite thing with regards to Kira is that We didn't... With Kira, we didn't hear his voice first as Kira. Oh, yeah. With Kira, uh, Toshiyuki Morikawa, who voices uh, Kira in the Japanese version, he didn't play Kira first when he first got uh, a a role in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Toshiyuki Morikawa was first, like, starred as a Jojo character... As Diavolo in All Star Battle and Eyes of Heaven, wild. That's Ooh. where I, yeah, yeah. He completely did a, a, a he 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 shifted back one part. Uh, Rikia <laughs> Koyama actually voiced Yoshikage Kira in All Star Battle, and I think also Eyes of Heaven. I have some
1: of the All Star Battle voice actors would have would reprise their roles. I think the All Star mm-hmm. Battle Josuke is the Josuke in this part as well.
2: Uh no. Uh Josuke in All Star Battle is uh, a young man named Watara. Oh Hatano. no, it was
1: it was Okuyasu um, who is the same.
2: Okuyasu and um uh Shigechi. Yeah, they
1: were their their voice actors were the same from All Star Battle to this this anime. Mm
2: hmm. Uh because uh, Koichi in uh ASB was uh my favorite lady, Romy Park. And I love Romy mm-hmm. Park. Uh, she's just been a solidified badass voice actor that I've just loved for years, and I'm I'm glad she got to do Koichi because Koichi is such a fucking great character, especially in All Star Battle. He's fucking tour de force, but uh, I I, I do kind of wish that she had reprised the role for. Part for not saying that Yukikaji didn't do a great yeah. job, but points to Romy Park. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Yoshik, I what were you I, gonna know what Are going,
0: I was gonna say that the thing I like about Yoshikage here is how like yes. fleshed out he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- th- that, that's the thing I like about him more than the other JoJo villains. That we've seen so far. I. With D- Diovolo, I, I. I don't know if Diovolo is. He's, he's not. Diavallo had
1: a lot of potential, but kind of misses the mark. And Dio. Dio yeah. is a lot of fun. And he, he kind of. D- Dio gets away with a lot of shit because he just runs on raw charisma. And yeah. I've heard people say that Funny Valentine is a really good villain. Uh. It just depends on who you talk to.
2: Yeah, I I don't like funny Valentine, but we'll get into that when we talk more about parts. Huh? Yeah,
1: and then I don't know much about Poochie.
2: Poochie fucked. He a
1: did vampire. fuck a vampire. He I, did fuck. I
2: res- I respect this priest who fucks he a vampire.
1: He did fuck you. <laughs> this is not a joke, well, by the God way. Bless. This is canon. Yeah.
2: No. Yeah. No. Yeah
1: i I Problems. can't wait for that scene to happen <laughs> in the anime and for people to try and rationalize it.
2: they They've been trying to rationalize it for years. And every time I see a cishet guy, I just be like, they're not gay. They're not gay. It's like, he literally says, I love you as I love God. What priest would do that? No one, not a single priest in the history of anywhere would say that to another man and legitimately mean it if he was not sucking that fat. He also
1: said day. it while Dio was half naked on his couch. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Yeah. what? Yeah. What more... Cost? Just two bros hanging out in bed.
2: One's reading shit about the Louvre. What Louv. more
1: do you want, my guy? God. Um. But Jesus anyway. Christ. Yeah, Yoshikage Kira is... Um, I remember watching part four for the first time and his, like, speech to Shigechi just like, I am 33 years old. And he just goes on and on about, like, all this, like, random normal shit in his daily routine and it is so fucking terrifying like the way this man speaks about how much he wants to live a normal life
0: uh,
2: But and, and then he kills the best, best
0: boy, boy. <laughs> I hate how close an age I if am to him
1: Kira, well yeah not, I'm not far behind
2: yeah, yeah,
1: same. Um the the yeah, the other thing about Yoshikage Kira and a lot of the details we get about him are more second-hand, but they're very interesting. Mm. Like when they go to Yoshikage Kira's house and Jotaro points out that every single one of Yoshikage Kira's trophies is either a second or a third place trophy. I think they, they were, were all, all yeah, they were all, they were all they were yeah, all third all place. Third he place. never yeah. he wants to be good at, but he doesn't want to stand out.
2: Yeah. And they were all purposefully third place. He's obviously incredibly intelligent, incredibly talented in everything he touches. But he doesn't want to have the limelight be put on him because that just means more stress and more trouble. And he doesn't want to live a stressed out life. He doesn't want to live a troublesome life. He just wants to live a simple, normal life. But also kill women and take their hands as his girlfriends. Yeah. Which... By the way, can we just talk about how fucking, just every time there's a hand on screen and you see Kira, Kira looking at it, I'm just like, don't do it, dog, don't, 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 no, he's doing it, he's doing it, and he's being weird again, he's he's doing the weird thing again, mm-hmm. god, every time, every time, I love you, Kira, I hate you, you're so fucking weird, I, I, nah, I, I don't, I don't hate, it. I, I hate him for killing Shigechi, mm-hmm. I understand the importance of killing Shigechi. because you Shigechi don't hate him for killing <laughs> Ze- I, ha- I also hate him for killing Raimi. Shigechi was our Zappelli. Mm. I-, I have mentioned this in the past two episodes that uh, I-, I have been on. There is a Zappelli in every single part. Shigechi was part four Zappelli, mm. And it is a character who dies in a very brutal gruesome way, but in their death, gives information to the party members that will help them further down the line in catching the bad guy. With part three, that was uh, fucking Kakyoin. Kakyoin's death helped them figure out, this is how Dio's powers work, because he obviously stops time. That's how we figure out that Dio stops time. As the members of the Stardust Crusaders, this is how we figure it out for Part one and two, we have the actual Zapellis. Uh Grandpa Zapelli and Caesar himself. Yeah. This I, is our Zapelli uh, yeah. in part four.
0: Can I can I ask you to uh th- not on the show, but like DM me on Discord who it is in six. Gotcha. I just kinda want that spoiler. I
1: got it. Um, don't worry, baby. Yeah, and thank you. Uh going back Warren Kira is the entire storyline about um him stealing uh the identity of um Kazaku I believe is his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just- Kazaku Kawajiri and yeah. Hayato figuring out that my dad isn't my dad. That entire like self-contained storyline could be a horror movie in and of itself. That
2: yeah. I I think Araki really touched back on his roots as uh, a horror, yeah, horror and with, suspense especially with Kira with, with 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 Kira and Kosaku specifically uh I I really really love the Kosaku storyline a lot actually
1: mm-hmm.
2: um uh I I think it is one of one of Araki's best works as, like, an arc. Just this this terrible, horrible serial killer has changed his face and is now posing as a different person. And he has taken up his life and is trying to blend into this life as best as possible. But also just the fact that Kira keeps acting like Kira... And that.
1: Hey, I know, sorry to interrupt There's someone at the door. Mm
2: hmm. No worries. We'll
1: we'll be right back. Hello? I'm. Dude, I'm recording a podcast right now. I told you to message me before you come over here. Uh... It's like no, report. it's. I'm sorry, man. Weather report. It, uh, weather report. Is I'm just. Uh, i yeah, I know. I understand. Uh, I understand, and I'm. I'm sorry for getting upset. I'm just like this is why it I tell you. Yeah, yeah. I'll. I'll see you later.
2: man. Bruno. Yeah. And part six huh. is weather report. And, um, I don't Hi. know if that.
1: Yeah, I return. God. No, no, no. Back. That was my friend Juan. He came by to Hi, visit. And I'm like, dude, was... this is what I keep telling you to that's message important. you before you come by. I'm in. Is, is this the huh? cute guy? No, this, no that's Josh. Uh, this is the Dragon Ball guy I've mentioned okay. off, fuck guess. Ah! <laughs> that guy. Okay. I'm just like, dude, I keep telling you. I'm. I sometimes am doing things. You can't just swing by whenever. Let me know you're coming. Like, I'm kind of in the middle of something right now. Yeah. And I was, I was just like, Whoops. dude, I'm... I, 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 he opened the door and was like, hey, it's me. And I'm like, dude, I'm in the middle of a fucking podcast right now. <laughs> I and I was important. like, he was like it's okay. I'm sorry. I'm like, no, it's it's fine. I'm sorry if I got upset at you, but, like, dude... <laughs> I keep telling you. Bruh. I've told you. I don't know how many times.
0: This is like the third time he's come during a podcast yes. recording, right? <laughs> so fucking stupid. Okay, anyway. Uh, back yeah, back were, to what yeah, Adrian on. was saying.
2: Um, I almost forget. I kind of forget where I was going yes, on Chicago
1: about Yes, uh,
2: Yes, uh... Just him trying to live as, his life as the normal uh, Kosaku, but fucking up and just being Kira, and having uh, the 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 wife just fall head over heels for this man it is terrifying, but so so goddamn funny.
1: You're fucking your mom, shit lips.
2: I'm fucking your mom shit lips. <laughs> just every time Kira looks at fucking Hayato it's just like fuck your mom. Fuck your mom. Your mom's getting dicked down. That, fuck that your lady mom.
1: wanted that dick so bad.
2: <laughs> she was so goddamn thirsty, and I do not blame her. But fuck.
1: Jesus Christ. Um The uh the other thing and this is where this is kind of circling the background to the beginning of this conversation. When I said that part five might be my favorite part. The one thing I will say objectively that part four is better in term than part five is its climax. The climax yeah. mm. of part four is the best climax of any JoJo part I've seen so far. The the final battle with Kira and, and Josuke is is a battle of wits. And tactics. There is no deus ex machina. There is no I secret, I had time stop. There's no stand arrow. Uh, I unlocked gold experience requiem. There's no... It just so happened that the laser hit the volcano. And now you're shooting up into the sky.
2: It is just pure my power against your power. It's
1: my ability versus your ability. There's no new bullshit. It is just Jojo slash shonen battle and in its purest form.
0: Also, it it does have Okiyasu coming back in the the Oh yeah, it does.
1: But that's not anything new. No, but it's
0: much appreciated
1: because I would riot if oh, yeah, no. Araki has yeah. mentioned that he actually originally intended to kill Okuyasu, but decided not to.
2: Yeah. Good. Uh, I, I think also that was just uh, a a a pressure from the fans. I don't think it was a pressure from the fans, but I think it was like, oh, my fans are gonna riot if I keep this kid dead. My fans yeah. are gonna kill me. My fans will find me and fucking flay, like, flay me in the street if they yeah. cut my ass. If I kept Okuyasu Araki... dead. This this character is Araki so beloved. Araki
1: felt that part three was like, its ending was too depressing, and he wanted to like have a, a bit more of a happy ending for part four. Mm-hmm. Part four definitely had and, and then he did part five Absolutely. and six. <laughs> mm.
2: Have some depression on your happy like, endings. God.
1: Dang. Part five and part, it's part six especially, man. Part 6 is like a to ending. Uh, but anyway. Um, Is there anything else I wanted to say about... Oh, you know what? This is more talking about the production stuff and David Perr specifically. Uh, Adrian mentioned this a couple times while we were watching, but part 4 is when David Pearl really went hard on sound design.
2: It really did! It was like, the, the sounds the stands made, the 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 it, it physically punched you every time you heard the hands fucking uh just deletion it physically hit you and it yeah. sounds so goddamn cool just the way that killer queen's whole thing just the explosions oh f- i i i'm like trying not to like shake my arms too much because i know it'll come up on recording but fuck it sounds so cool Part four just masterfully made... The music,
0: too. Oh, the
2: music, everything. Sound design. David, this is where they started putting their budget. The The, the animations, beautiful, fantastic. Cinema topography. The sound design is where they put the majority of their budget. And I really, really appreciate it. Because the sound design is phenomenal. Yeah.
1: Like... Yeah. Go on. The... the... So I'm going to go off on a tangent.
0: So, mine's also a tangent. Oh yeah, music. Battling tangents. What are we going to talk about? Is the music? Okay, I was going to say that there's one song that plays a lot, like during climatic Mm. battle, like the climactic part of battles. That it really just feels like a precursor, like. I mean, it is
1: a precursor, but it
0: really feels like you can feel the DNA of it in uh, Giorno's. Well, yeah,
1: because the first was uh, the Stardust Crusader scene. (laughs) Every part has like a climactic, like turning, turnabout theme.
0: Yes, but I, I mean, the one from part four sounds so similar to. The one in part five but the one in part five just sounds so m- it, it it's like they refined it into an mm-hmm. even better song,
1: yeah um and I think my favorite like non like opening ending track is uh Yoshi Kira wants to live a quiet life yeah. dun. dun, 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 dun. that, that like piece. piano so motif so that so Yoshi good. Kira has. And then it, then hmm. the dramatic, so fucking good. The orchestration of Yoshikage Kira wants to live a quiet life. Really um, good. but, and this is related to the thing, is the cinematography. There's always there's obviously the strong use of colors, like an alternative approach, JoJo stuff. But like, um, I love how. Part 1, 2, and 3 were... The art style was a way more um, in line with Araki's old art, which was a lot of the cross-hatching, the heavy lines. But part 4, they tried to emulate Araki's newer style, which is the softer um, work that he became... That his, evolu- that his art eventually evolved into later on. Because yeah. part 4 is like the half-step between part 3 and the super soft style part five, which would go on to be his sort of predominant Mm -hmm. style uh, afterwards.
0: Yeah, like, Josuke still has, like, a big, broad chest, but then he's got that, like, as Adrian would say, Mm -hmm. snatched waist. Yeah. Yeah, and even Jotaro has slimmed down a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, But they're still beefcakes compared to the the gang stars, and the twinks the of part Ocean.
1: 5 yeah fucking all the car characters in part 5 are twinks
0: yeah
2: uh no there is one there there's still one the, the my i i have a friend uh named Grant and uh love i i i I love it it's fantastic uh it has multiple times said that there is one final bara in part 5 and that is Resume well yeah cuz the man the last... The and last his, bar. <laughs> I,
1: I know. know. Your your hand is sitting on them right now.
2: <laughs> my wrist is resting oh so tenderly upon Risotto Nero's beauteous chest. I have a titty mouse pad of Risotto Nero that I recently purchased, and it is... So good. It it, it matches my figure of him that I have oh so
0: nicely. It's fantastic. Yeah, I
1: love it. But... I do like that
0: part five brings back Paul. Yeah.
1: And then he becomes a turtle.
2: And then he becomes a turtle. God bless. Yeah.
1: Um. But all. I was. It is so crazy that this part, while it only has 39 episodes, has three openings. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And. They are. They're all, all good.
0: I don't know really which is good. my favorite. I like. Well, Tengly has four because there's uh, the shortened version of Crazy Mm -hmm. Noisy Bizarre Town that they Mm -hmm. use for a couple episodes.
1: And then there's the remix Uh, of Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town after that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, the the EDM arranged... Well, I'm on Anime News Network right now and I'm looking at the opening Uh theme numberings. You got Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town and then Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town EDM arranged version, then Chase and then Great Dates. I like one and 4 the best. Mm. Chase. I love Chase, okay. especially
2: the like visuals. I like Chase a lot too. Yeah, the visuals in Chase was very good. Um I think I, I I'm quite partial with regards to any of this intros and endings. Uh the last episode's ending of Great Days. yeah, Because it's the units and so it has fucking Tommy Naga and Koda and all the people who worked on Jojo stuff, as for like openings and endings, and they 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 were mm-hmm. all in that, and it's it was really good. <laughs> I I I kind of on, on the regular go back to listen to that one again and again and again. Mm-hmm. But I also have that problem of if I don't if I have this like song stuck in my head for any amount of time, I will listen to it and re listen to it until I burn it out on myself. Yeah. And the the uh, the units version it has still not yet uh burnt itself out for me yeah. so
1: thank the, god the thing I was going to say what I like about chase is if you've listened if you read the english lyrics and what they represent um the english lyric like start it's my most precious things seem about to be stolen by a demon that's burrowed into my everyday life my peaceful moments have already collapsed, and the entire—if you yeah. read the entire—on um, a first glance, it's like yeah, the song is chase. It's about Josuke and the gang chasing Yoshikage Kira, the demon who's upset the peace of Morio. But the song could also be interpreted as Yoshikage Kira singing about Josuke and the gang discovering him and interrupting his peaceful life.
2: Yeah, it's it's definitely a can be from one side or the other. For the yeah,
1: point. and also the visuals of a uh, chase yeah. are so amazing. There's a shot of um, there's that shot of like Cinderella and uh, Yukako on either side of each other with the like line of uh, the, the yeah, plastic like a... surgery and there's also if, if when Josuke Yokuyasu and Koichi there's like that upward shot and you can see them walking down the street and if if you look uh to the left you can see a cake and inside of the cake you can see the the rat bug eaten and you also see the like lipstick which represents um Cinderella and the cake uh which is supposed to like uh I forget what it's supposed to represent. It's supposed to, like, represent something, but the two of them fusing together, and then it slowly shifts towards the thorns, which is Yoshikage Kira, and then there's the shot of Josuke's, like, heart symbol, and the hand grasping it into becoming the cat skull of Yoshikage Kira's killer queen. It... Yeah,
2: the, the visuals for Chase were so fucking good. I...
1: Ah, visually, Chase is intro. my favorite. Like, yeah. I l- also love it as a song, but from a visual standpoint in, the, in cinnamon topography, it's. Mwah, chef's kiss. Love it.
2: Love that shit. So fucking Thank
1: good. God. Um. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Hmm. I
2: know. I didn't talk enough about shit You kind of about said about
1: your yeah. piece yeah. about that's Shigetsu, just... you know?
0: Shigechi's a good boy, look. He's a little bit of a... You know, he's a skin flint, but, you know... Look, that, he that's is... Not, that's not a sin. Not,
2: he's also a 14-year-old boy. Yeah. He who was not an absolute shit heel at 14-year-old, please cast the first stone. Because I know I was an absolute little fucking terrible monster at 14 years old. I... I I, I know that from just a a normal standpoint. Mm -hmm. I do not blame Shigachi for being a shithead. I do not. Because he is, under it all, a very good boy. And his major concern for everything, as he was even dying, I protected Mama. I cried so hard. Araki, why you put these onions here? Why you grating onions? Why are you doing this to me? My heart, my soul cannot handle this. you is a good boy and I will not hear any slander about him. No, I'm not
1: no. not. No. Hear any slander here.
2: I oh, love that. I love him so
1: yeah, much. I think I said pretty much everything I want to say about part four. Uh, Savage Gardens, I want to, is a good question. Oh, yeah, yeah. It I, is. Like yeah. I like
0: that one. Very good. Uh... But other than that, I, I feel like they would have wanted to have gotten something by yeah. Prince. But Prince is so, so expensive. I mean, Prince is dead, but even when he was alive, and I'm pretty sure his estate is sticking to his wishes here, he didn't let anybody nope. use his music.
2: No, yeah. He And if he did, it was always just so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I I can and, I, I can appreciate from an artist's integrity, but also Prince, please I am so poor. I need to listen to your music. I am I, I have no money and I'm very stupid. <laughs> please God, Prince, let me listen to your music.
0: But my my main beef is that he never let Weird Al parody him any uh, of the songs.
2: I mean, that's always a frustration. But I think that uh, as an artist, he just had a lot more respect for his music. To allow it to be parodied, yeah. There, there are some people who are into parodies, and some people aren't. And like, I, I gotta respect uh, the man's integrity with his yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, but I, the the reason why I I brought that up is because I feel like the lyrics of "Set of I Want You" kind of have a bit of a Prince vibe to them, mm-hmm. but not so much like a on a musicality note. But the lyrics definitely have like a, a Prince feel to them, and also. Josuke is like super yeah, based on Prince, very isn't obviously. he? Yeah. Uh, so that that that's why I I feel like Savage Guards I want you makes sense because I can't get fucking anything by
1: mm-hmm. Prince. <laughs> for sure. Anything else you want to say, man?
2: Jojo's really good if you haven't yet watched them. <laughs> Why have you been listening to us go on and on and on and on about JoJo's for 3 episodes now I've been on and not watched JoJo's? I have I have I not sold you enough? Do I have to put on a funny outfit and dance for you? Please watch JoJo's. Please read JoJo's. Enjoy JoJo's bizarre adventure. It's very good.
0: I do have one other thing I'd like. To... Dress and drag yeah. and do the hula of for yeah, JoJo's. We'll I kind of, they imply Yukako has a lot of character growth, mm-hmm. like, off-screen, and I wish we'd seen that okay. character growth.
2: Yeah, I I, uh, I like Yukako. Um, same. I understand that not a lot of people enjoy her, but I like Yukako, because I also like a crazy bitch. <laughs> yeah.
0: She sees something in Koichi that I think the only other person who sees it is uh, Jotaro, really. Oh, Yeah. yeah. For sure. No one dislikes Koichi, but I don't think anyone else quite gets the depth mm-hmm. that's there fully.
1: Maybe Rohan. Well yeah, but Rohan's a shit. Yeah. Terrible.
0: Okay. That's it. Okay, cool. Uh we're gonna take a quick break and when we get back, we'll close this bitch out. We'll see you then. Hey everybody and welcome back for the last time this episode, Dagman Podcast Incorporated. Uh so yeah. Uh, that's it. It'd be great if you could rate, comment, and review on whatever podcasting medium you watch, listen to us through. Uh, we it it'd be real helpful. We we need all the uh heat that we can get, and all the exposure, and all the the word of mouth. Just tell tell a friend. Maybe put it on during a a car ride. You know, we're we're, we're pretty long, so you know, you got a long commute. Mm-hmm. There you go. Carpool. Make, Carpool. Make some
1: hoopla about us.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, and on that note, we'd, we'd also appreciate the feedback. And the other way you can do that, besides leaving reviews and comments on Twitter and whatnot, is uh, you can contact us through email at actingpodcastinc at gmail dot com. Let me get that back one more time. That's actingpodcastinc at email.com. Adrian, can I hear that one more time?
2: That's acmepodcastinc at gmail.com.
0: Yep. You can also find us on Twitter at, at Inc podcast. That's at I N C P O D C A S T uh, S.
1: You can also find us on Tumblr. Uh, Kai, why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? You can find us on Tumblr at acnepodcasts.tumblr.com. That's acnepodcasts.tumblr.com.
0: Yep. And, uh, uh, your words. Yeah, I I, I <laughs> Uh on that note, uh we've got nothing in the email, we've got nothing in the the tweets. Uh but I understand we have an
1: ask. We do. Uh very appropriate ask. Anonymous asks. Mm-hmm. What was your first Halloween costume? What was your first Halloween costume? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh I was 20 years old and I wore a Captain America like costume t shirt with a Captain America mask.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Your parents didn't let you celebrate Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Um I my first costume ever and the sub and for the next four years after I was I was dressed as Godzilla.
2: That's so goddamn cute. I,
1: when I was three years old, up to uh, all the way from three years old to six years old, I wore the same Godzilla costume.
2: A <laughs> hey baby, baby. Uh, I don't like thinking about my history with Halloween because trans man here. So, a lot of my Halloween costumes were a- incredibly uh feminine aligned. Mm and while i appreciate feminine things now uh it, it it's still a, like ugh being perceived as feminine ugh
1: being perceived ugh
2: Ugh.
0: what about uh like as an adult as an adult do like, you um, go any halloween parties
2: uh i i'm not a big party person um okay. tr- i uh i'm incredibly much of a homebody but i wear and still wear to this day uh, every Halloween my uh, Midosuji Akira uh, biking outfit for Halloween because he is my favorite character from Yoomushi Pedal and uh, actually have that's it, it's actually a, a legitimate biking outfit like if I had the gumption I could actually go out and bike in this thing and be like properly protected Nice. with it. Like, it's got the ass pad and everything for bikers. It's great. Nice.
0: Yeah,
2: it's uh, they, they look very weird, but you know what? It's kind of comfy. It's also like spandex, so yeah, it's cozy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Alright, I hope that answers your question. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Forum costumes. Uh, hmm? Our first was cowboy. Ah. Uh.
2: Ah, uh, 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 yes. Halloween. The secular Purim.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's
2: how I always call it now.
0: Except you do the reverse. You're just supposed to go door to door and give treats.
2: Yeah, give out fruit baskets and yeah. get wildly drunk.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um, that's how you get in touch with the show.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, You can also get in contact with each of us uh, individually. Uh, Adrian, you're the yes. guest.
2: Um... Uh I am on Twitter mostly. Uh if you want to uh poke me at all, I I am at, under Oleander Toxin. Uh O L E A N D E R T O X I N. And um I'm mostly there. Uh my art Twitter is toxin art and I'm going to start be posting my art more on Instagram which is uh, Oleander's Odysseys and arts, Uh, you'll figure it out. I don't want to spell that for you. Mm. But apparently Instagram is like, hey, you can now post your art from your computer onto us. And I'm like, hey, this should have been a thing from the beginning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Should have, but here we are.
2: Yeah, well, now I'm able to uh, post it directly onto Instagram instead of going through Twitter, download the shit from Twitter onto my phone, which is completely JPEG artifact and terrible looking uh, by the time it's been, you know, shoved through the Twitter machine, and then post it to Instagram all fucking artifacted and ugly looking. So now I can actually just post my fucking PNGs directly to Instagram, and it's fantastic.
0: They They added, like, an official way to do that? Yes. Yeah. From the computer? Oh, finally. God damn I know, right?
2: Jesus.
0: Because uh,
2: I How goddamn time.
0: People like jury rigged a way where you run your Chrome through dev mode and then play it and then have it uh view in uh, uh iPhone view. That that's what I'd been doing for the longest time. <laughs> oh, I would have killed. I myself. hate
1: technology. No, no cap. I fucking no
2: cap. I would have killed myself. I'd be just like, nope, not dealing with it Fuck you. Yeah. No cap, Jesus so Christ. So that's
1: where they can find you.
2: Yeah. Uh, for the most, I don't have. Tw- I don't have inst- uh, pff, Tumblr anymore. I've stopped using that decades ago. it Feels like. Yeah. Well. Okay. Um. They took away my tits until I fucking quit.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, KP. Ooh. KP is KP's not, here. not here.
2: God, <laughs> fucking damn it! <laughs> we love him very much, and we, I hope he realizes this, is... this. And he feels my hand out in the aether for him to hold on to. But KP is not this
1: here. This <laughs> is episode forty-eight. So if, uh...
2: yeah,
0: th- this is my damn name <laughs> problems and having friends with similar sounding starting letter and consonants. Mm-hmm. God, fuck, Kai, give your contacts. God
1: damn it. You can find me on Twitter at kaiju underscore emperor. That's K A I J U underscore E M P E R O R. You can also find me on Tumblr at kaiju dash emperor. Spelled the exact same way. Those are three reblogs of things I like, usually art, dumb things, things about animation, et cetera, et cetera. And if you want anything original for me, I have a side blog on Tumblr called Kai's Tome. It's K-A-I-S-T-O-M-E where I post my homebrew D&D things and reblog other homebrew D&D and tabletop things from other people. Later, where can they find you?
0: Turbo Honcho on Twitter. T-U-R-B-O-H-O-N-C-H-O. I, I I post next to nothing anymore. I think I just like shit now, and that's basically it.
1: Real deflated, aren't you, buddy? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's okay. <sighs>
1: all Yeah, I'm.
2: I'm also just poking fun at you because you're a buddy, and that's how I show my love.
0: Yeah, no that 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 that's all well and good. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah. I just don't like making mistakes like that.
2: That's understandable. It happens. We're only human.
0: Yeah, yeah we're only it human sure do. Mm-hmm. Uh anyway, that that's hanging in contact with us. Uh until next time. Uh let me look at my calendar and I'll tell you what we're doing next time. Oh yeah, what are what are we doing next time? Uh Venture Bros Season Six and Invincible. Ah yes. Ooh. I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Uh Perfect. Ah, uh, finally something I actually have been really wanting to rewatch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, much as I love Part Four, and
2: you—you've mentioned prior that you're not a big JoJo's fan,
0: mm-hmm. so it's understandable. I, no, it. You just like the manga better. It's not even that. It's just I like it, but I don't really ever want to talk about it, I guess? And, I, I don't know. It, it's weird. It, I, I don't know. Uh, also there's, a lot of other stuff we've watched recently that I just like,
1: uh, we watched extreme uh, Ghostbusters, so.
0: That, yeah, that, that was a highlight recently. Did not enjoy watching Danny Phantom. That's,
1: that's sad. Yeah. Uh-
2: understandable just from a butch hartman is a fuck kind of perspective but also danny phantom was my uh oh this is this is why i have that kind of aesthetic like
1: whoa, danny phantom is, is gender ha-
2: gender but also um i i'm 90 percent sure that danny phantom is the reason why i have a thing for darker skin but light hair mm-hmm 'Cause I had a crush on Danny Phantom when I was a kid. And that has grown into me being hog dick wild for Drow.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh All right, yep, that's it. Yep. Uh y'all be good. Don't be a jackass. We'll catch you next time. Bye.